Have you ever wondered why banks sometimes do the things that are not quite clear? In this series, I have Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank, and she's here to demystify some of the things that might be bothering you. And one of the things that we talked about at length is how to negotiate with your bank. And I think there's so many people that miss this one particular component. It's not the eighth or the quarter that you negotiate on the loan. Oddly enough, it might be the covenants that you might want to spend some time on. Take care. Enjoy. Hope you learned something from this episode. It's really important for business owners to understand commercial lending. How is it different than getting their residential mortgage? And how is the process, not just today when you get the loan, but over the course of the loan? Because the bank is much more involved with you on an annual basis with your loan than when you get your residential mortgage for 30 years and you just make your payment every month and no one ever bothers you again what can you negotiate with your bank? So if you've just finished negotiating with your bank and I got an extra eighth off on my five-year fixed 30-year M note, don't necessarily pat yourself on the back. You may have missed basically the entire positive things that you can do. So today we have Robin Roberts. She's the CEO of Pikes Peak National Bank to illuminate and demystify what you can negotiate with your bank in the commercial loan for your business. Well, Commercial lending is the first thing that people, that business owners who have not borrowed before, they equate commercial loans with like getting a residential mortgage on their house or getting a car loan. That's a consumer purpose loan. And those types of loans have their purpose. They are very different. They're regulated different. They have different laws that cover them than commercial lending. Commercial lending has its own, I mean, it's its own animal. And it's really important for business owners to understand commercial lending. How is it different than getting their residential mortgage? And how is the process, not just today when you get the loan, but over the course of the loan? Because the bank is much more involved with you on an annual basis with your loan than when you get your residential mortgage for 30 years and you just make your payment every month and no one ever bothers you again from the mortgage company or the servicer. You just make your payment, you're good. But uh, commercial lending is not that way. And business owners can, if they understand it and they understand it, the whole process, like the process of the loan, they can negotiate things at the beginning of the loan that will help them two and three years down the road. Well, you know, I, I think for a lot of them, you know, when you do your home mortgage and you do it through a bank, most don't realize or don't realize until they get a notice that the note's been sold. So it's not on the bank balance sheet and their responsibility and concern about your note is now gone. All right. Whereas the commercial loan is the banks are intimately interested in making sure of the quality of your note because it resides at the bank that you have the note from and it's not sold. Yeah. Most commercial loans, small business loans are not sold. They're held on the bank's books and the bank has a responsibility regulatory wise to really monitor that loan portfolio. And we grade it actually on an annual basis. You know, what are these loans doing? What are the businesses that have borrowed? How do their financials look? Have they taken on additional debt since we originated the loan? Have they lost their largest customer? And so their revenues are down. Has COVID affected them or lockdowns affected them? And so do we need to watch this you know it's a it's a restaurant or hospitality loan and we need to watch it for the next 12 months. All of these things banks are paying attention to on commercial loans. 
a normal part of commercial lending uh, or for, for a commercial borrower is that you're going to provide financial statements and tax returns to your bank every single year. This is shocking for some new small business borrowers because they are not used to doing that and they find it to be really invasive uh, privacy-wise. And I would just say, well, you, you know, then don't borrow commercially because every bank is going to ask you for your tax returns on an annual basis if you're a commercial borrower and uh, they're required to do so. It's not like, you know, this bank is doing it because they want to invade your privacy and bank over here is not going to do it. All banks are going to do that on commercial borrowing. You know, I think for, you know, most folks think the bank's just being nosy, right? Yeah. And you go like, fine, I'm just not going to send them my return or my financials, right? What happens as far as the bank's perspective of that note if you don't share your return or your financials as required? Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen because you've, whether you realize you did or not at the time that you borrowed the money and signed the promissory note, you agreed. It's a covenant. It's a covenant that you have with the bank. You agreed to provide financial statements and tax returns, not just on an annual basis, but whenever the bank requests them. So if you decide, well, I'm not doing this, the bank really can't from a regulatory standpoint, say we can verify the cash flow, we know how this loan is being repaid, and so it remains a, a very the top grade, a good graded loan in the bank's portfolio. And so, if you just stop providing financials, they usually have to downgrade that loan in the bank's portfolio, and then that makes your life much more difficult than if you had just handed over the tax returns that you agreed to do when you got the loan. We're going to probably do a new appraisal on your property. We're going to do everything we can to mitigate the risk because we don't know, we can't verify your cash flow. So and you don't these, pay for the appraisal. No, the customer pays for the appraisal because that's another covenant. So I'd really love to talk about covenants real quickly in this commercial loan. Like if you borrow $50,000 as a small business loan, you're not, you're probably not signing any covenants. But if you're if you're buying a property and you've got a, a loan of several hundred thousand dollars or more, you've got some covenants on your loan. Covenants are more than just I agree to make this payment every month by this date. Covenants are a separate agreement that you're making with the bank that says I will provide financial statements and tax returns. If my property value changes, I will pay for an appraisal. If the bank decides that they have to do a new one, I will pay for it. It, there might be a covenant that says, I will not borrow more than $200,000 without talking to the bank first. Or I agree to maintain a certain debt coverage ratio for the entire time that I have this loan. And then it, the covenant will say, this is how the bank calculates your debt coverage ratio. Or I, I agree to keep a debt to net worth ratio of such and such. These covenants are in your loan. And a lot of borrowers don't know that they're there or they hear it at closing, but all they care about is getting the new property or getting the new equipment or getting the money to buy a new business. And so they don't care about them then. They start caring about them when the bank says, hey, you're in violation of this covenant a year later. And this is a key part of commercial lending just because you make your payment on time every month does not mean you cannot be in default on your loan. You can be in default by being in default, by not being in covenant. You, you're out of covenant. Your debt service coverage ratio is out of covenant. 
you've borrowed money and you didn't ask the bank and it's an excess of your covenant, you're out of covenant, you can be in default on a commercial loan because you're in default on a covenant, not on your monthly payment. This is something that I really want commercial borrowers to understand. And I also want them to understand what these covenants is if you know that they're going to be there, when you're reviewing your loan documents, you can ask about them and you can negotiate them. You can't negotiate providing financial statements and tax returns. You're going to provide those. That's just, I mean, that's not going to, that can't be negotiated. But maybe you can negotiate that you don't have to ask the bank until you borrow over $500,000. Or maybe your debt coverage ratio for the bank is 1.2 and you want it to be 1.1. I mean, there's a lot of, you want to understand these covenants and negotiate them. Stop worrying about whether your rate is 3.85 or 4 and worry more about, I don't want to be out of these covenants. So are they realistic for my business? Do I have to borrow for my business? Am I going to buy more equipment? Am I, you know, is this borrowing cap going to cause problems for me and limit my growth? Negotiate those covenants. Stop worrying about, you know, 10 basis points on your loan rate. I mean, it's really, that doesn't matter when you're out of covenant three years later, you're not going to care about your rate. You're going to care that you're in default on your loan. Let's say that I'm I'm the recalcitrant business owner and says, you, you know, you're going to have to pry my financial statements out of my cold, dead fingers, right? All right, so I'm now in default of my covenants. What happens then? Or what can happen? I mean, the bank can foreclose on your property. If, if, if it's a commercial mortgage, the bank can foreclose on your property. In some cases, in a lot of cases, you have a default interest rate. So maybe your interest rate is three and a half normally contractually, and now you're out of covenant. Well, now you're in default. So now you're kicking into the default rate. You know, our default rate is 24%. So that's a big difference. All of a sudden now your interest is accruing at instead of three and a half percent, it's accruing at 24% until you get us that information. That is really normal for banks to have some kind of default rate. It's a carrot to say, yeah, I know you don't want to give us these financial statements, but I also know you don't want to pay 24% interest rates. So how about you, you know, abide by your the covenant that you said you were going to abide by? So, I mean, generally speaking, banks do not want to foreclose on your loan. It's it's not good for them. They don't want your collateral. They want you to just repay the principal with interest. And there are things that they're going to do to try and get you to abide by your covenants and and a default rate or a penalty, some kind of financial penalty is built into your loan, into your promissory note. You're the business owner and you go, you know, I really don't understand the covenants in my potential loan. And so I presume you say, I'd like to see the loan, you know, documents and I want to run it through counsel. You know, and I would imagine that's not just your typical everyday attorney that can look at covenants and lending. I mean, I think you'd want to, if it's a real estate loan, you'd want a real estate attorney to look at that. Generally speaking, a real estate attorney can look at your, any or any contract attorney, because it is a contract. So any contract attorney can look at your promissory note and your loan agreement. Your loan agreement is what has the covenants in it. And can look through them and say, well, let's let's ask for this to be this ratio to be changed or this cap. Um, a lot of times, attorneys try to tell us, well, we want 
we want this, 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 and they're just things that the bank won't move on. And so you come to, it's a negotiation. You come to some agreement. I will tell you of the thousands of commercial loans I've done, I'd say 2% of borrowers ask to see their loan documents a day before closing so that they can read them or ask for them so their attorney can review them. It's very rare that somebody does that, but I think they should. Well, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's money well spent if you're going to have your contract renewed and you go, yeah. what happens if I violate this covenant? What happens if I violate that covenant? And so you have a risk reward that you can take and quantify mentally. And you go, I want to be the bank's best friend and give them the financials. So therefore you must have them or at least have good financials. And, you know, if you have a tax return or if you have your tax return always filed late in October, you probably should let the bank know. Yeah. I mean, on the financial covenant, sometimes a bank might say, well, we want audited financials. Depends like if you're a larger business. Well, maybe you don't do audited financials. Audited financials are very expensive. So maybe you want to negotiate that covenant, not that you're not going to give them financials, but that you're you know, that you want qualified financials maybe instead of audited financials or something, compiled financials instead of audited financials. Those things can be negotiated. You're still going to give financials, but what is the quality of the financials? What is the cost to you to provide what they're asking for? If you don't read that beforehand, now you're at the closing table, maybe the seller's there too, and the seller's waiting, you know, for their money. You feel under pressure and you're signing things that you really, you know that you can't abide by. So knowing these things beforehand, before you get to the closing table is helpful. Just ask your banker, hey, can you send me a PDF of all of my loan documents? I'd like to review them before I get to closing. And they will, of course they will. Well, Robin, at the negotiating table, that quarter or one eighth of a point that you thought you negotiated really well, really isn't nearly as meaningful as you might've thought. No, No. (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing and providing that insight. And um, that's a really good thing. And you're right. Most business owners don't know. So thank you for the insight. And we'll wind this one up here. All right. Thank you.